last week on Discount Heroes. You spot something in the air. It looks like a cloak <laughs> flapping in the wind, but it's a summoning spell for sure. It's a huge, monstrous gorilla. It was barreling towards Copes, holding up its enormous fist, ready to do a ground pound. The ship begins making a sharp nose for a dive downward towards the ground. I shove the, the bomb into his chest and say, take this. The bomb itself launches upward into the air, just about 20 feet before exploding. So as soon as I rage, kind of standing around intermingled with us, spectral form of corpsable can. Rush to Copes and get down next to him. And, and I put both my hands on him and say, buddy, this is not your time, man. <gasps> You see a figure form of the air. It is some great fear of yours. Looks just like my father. Not anymore. Not again. I'll never become what you want me to. Cleaves through its vicious looking jaw and sends it careening over the bow of the ship, tumbling towards the ground. The ball or the wheel and I tilt back and right like on a diagonal. Radic pokes her head out. She's like, what the hell are you guys doing? I almost spilled my tea. <laughs> we did it. We decided to clean up our act. Tonight on Discount Heroes. Welcome to Discount Heroes. We're a group of five friends who've all known each other for 15 plus years, and we play a chaotic and story and character-driven D&D 5e podcast. My name is Brent. I'm the DM here. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? My name is Tyler. I'm playing the one and only Captain Copes, the Chosen One, the Circle of the Stars Druid. I'm on a boat! <laughs> and we're flying through the sky. My name's Aaron, and I play Demarok, the Tiefling Bard. This is Jared, and I play Thrasher, the Human Barbarian. And this is Matt, and I play the slightly shorter and unhappy about it, Knox Longfoot. Oh, you did lose some height. Oh. I'm going to go one whole episode without cursing. One time. I'm going to try to better myself. Liar. I'm going to give it my all. No fucking way. I thought about this all today, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna really swing for the fences on this one. Okay. Alright. Uh guys, I will be taking over the part as filthiest mouth for the podcast. Uh ass. Okay, following that announcement, I love you and I support you, and I think you got this. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my all. This is the thing I'm gonna try the hardest in my entire life that I've ever attempted. <laughs> A loud fart. Jared, you got it. I don't think he can do it. Oh, he shut his mic <laughs> off and he's left. He can do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well done, Copes. Well done. Good job. Good job. <laughs> no, my dog was just scratching right next to my door and it was going thump, 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 thump. Oh, I thought you were admitting that was the only way that you were going to not cuss, is to yeah. just walk away. Oh, that's the easiest way. <laughs> yeah, my favorite way, the easy way. I'm going to give it my all.
Oh, you want to know what happened last week? Yeah, if you could. Okay, Brent, I think he was trying to get you to do the intro now. The the recap? The one we do? I think he, that's what he wants you to do. I think that's what he wants, though. The the recap. Huh? I think he wants you to do that now. What was that? The recap? All right, well, count me in. I'll start it. Nine. Eight. <laughs> seven. Six. Come on, guys. Let's five, do it together. <laughs> five. Four. four three, three. Two. two one. Last week, our intrepid adventurers took flight for the first time. Having gleaned some of the mysteries of the ship, they were able to get it aloft. After a few aeronautical hiccups, to be generous. On their journey back to the city, they saw an ominous figure wrapped in a black cloak fly past the ship. Demarok spotted the figure casting a powerful summoning spell, conjuring a demon and disappearing from sight. After a fierce battle with the summoned demon, they averted the ship from crashing and resumed course. You guys were talking about what you were going to do after that. I shot up a sweet message at the end. Using his newfound ability to skywrite. Whoop, whoop. Cope sent a, a familiar message to a friend in the city. Whoop, whoop. And that's where we are. All right, Copes, we're getting close. You think you got this, right? Yeah, I'm going to do a power slide. Okay, but you're mentally, you're there. You're you're honed in. You're in the zone. I could not be any clearer. I just almost died. And now I'm going to power slide this airship right into that city full of people. All right, I think I'm going to tie myself up again. But I'm so ready. No, don't even worry about it. I got it. If Demi would look back, he'd see Copes tying himself to the <laughs> to the rail. <laughs> I do. I do tie myself to the main mast. But looking forward, if we're going down, I'm, I, I want to see it coming. Knox stands next to Copes, untied. He's, he believes in his buddy. That's what I needed. I'm still down in the engine room, right? No, you came up. Did I? Certainly. Yeah, we fought a giant orange gorilla. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No cussing. No cussing. <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> My body's a temple. <laughs> My mind is a garden. Temple of doom. No. Maybe Copes feels inspired here. Can anybody help him? Can I help him? Can I massage his shoulders or his calf or something? Give me a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Well, he can't reach higher than the calf, especially now. <laughs> Polish my hooves. No. Let's not miss it. What was Thrasher doing? Uh, I guess if I see them tying themselves... Nah, I'm not going to tie myself up. I'm just going to hold on. All right. I'm just running this plan through my own head here, verbally, out loud. You got the airship. You're going to steer it towards the ground. And then slide it along the ground. Here's my thought. How far away are we? <laughs> I mean, you you can circle around just like a 747, you know, until you, you're cleared for approach, you know? Nah, I'm almost out of fuel. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Put some urgency on the situation. You're right. The meter is low. Whatever yeah. meter that means, it's low. Okay. So we're flying uh, at the gate or at one of the gates. All right, bros, hold on. I'm going to nose her down, and right at the end, I'm going to pull back to the side, kind of, like I'm playing Golden Tee, and we're going to slide this guy right in here. Fantasy Golden Tee. Sorry, yeah. Dang it. Woo! Did you make a roll? Oh, do I need a roll now? 
Does anyone want to shout anything or anything like that? Seems like a good time to shout something. Cubs will shout. I'm pretty inspired. I don't need anyone's help. I believe in you. Please don't kill us all. I was really hoping Aaron was going to help me out here, but it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, inspiration. Yeah, I know, but now I don't want to do it because you asked for it. Could somebody inspire him? Maybe <laughs> bardically. Other rescuees are chanting, please don't kill us all. <laughs> please don't kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live. Hearing the chanting of like our rescuees, it gets me going. I'm so excited about about potentially like crashing and, and destroying our lives. And <laughs> so I whip out my ethereal drums and start drumming a little beat for Captain Copes. And while doing that, cast a little bit of inspiration his way. All right, I uh, I move out of the way and I dodge it. I'm not using it. Here we go. <laughs> Is this uh, intelligence? Yeah, you used intelligence last time, so you can keep rolling with it if that's what you like. Yeah, I mean, it can't go bad twice in a row. So here we go. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, that's a 10. You know, middle of the road. That's a 10 total, yes? No, I'm going to... I think this might not be a... Do you snatch that inspiration out of the air? Oh, I reached back and got it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. If I use the bardic inspiration, can I then not use my inspiration that you gave me? Yeah, you can. As long as I haven't told you what the results are of your 10, then you're good to use it. Gotcha. Okay, so Aaron, that, you give a D8 now, right? D6. D6. alright let's see if we six this guy okay I'm gonna use my inspiration (laughs) to get advantage I'm gonna roll this bad boy one more time you still get the inspiration added to both rolls hell yeah what was that Tyler that's not a curse word (laughs) that is a 17 for a sweet wicked power slide hold on bros it's going down here we go Yeah, so you take it down, you graze along the surface of the earth. Like a gazelle. (laughs) Like a gazelle (laughs) feasting upon the plains, yeah. (laughs) Wait, we're not at the repeating plains, are we? The what? Which plains? I was talking about the repeating plains. Is your mic on? I can't hear you. I I said the repeating plains. Oh, Oh, maybe. I guess you can just tell me later. (laughs) So this is the bottom of the ship grazes along the earth as you take it in a controlled slide down the length of the city wall and at a certain point you realize you just kind of keep sliding as you keep it turned and then you have a thought you remember how to make the ship stay still hit the thing thrasher (laughs) no no (laughs) (laughs) just like all the handles put them back to normal (laughs) (laughs) yeah you just let go of the handles why is he driving (laughs) (laughs) no i whip it until we're literally it's closing in 100 feet yeah you've done a full like circumference around the city oh i have oh i'm doing a burnout yeah all right i do one more (laughs) i do one more and i'm throwing up devil horns (laughs) captain coops all right and uh as we approach the north gate i'm gonna release the wheel actually i'm not gonna just release it i'm gonna kind of ease it out Oh, everyone can tell you, you eased it out. Well, I don't want us to whiplash. Yeah, everyone gets that. <laughs> nice job, okay. Copes. I thought for sure we were going to die there. No, I knew exactly what I was doing. 
Guys, remember the ship has special interdimensional gravity where we all just stay in place no matter what. That explains why I got launched into the side of it for 11 damage earlier. That was different. I don't understand how this thing flies at all. Are people standing on the wall? Are there like guards on the walls that are like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, there are. <laughs> Nox waves friendly. Friend- friendly? Friendly Lee? I don't know. Friendly. Friendly? Friendly. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. Friendishly. <laughs> oh, right. That was badass. Dimas starts like untying himself from the mast and gives a big wave to the guards with Nox and calls out a little. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Copes unties himself and runs up and he's standing next to Demi, like waving to the crowd. And I imagine we high five. Yeah, we do a bunch of high fives. Refugees are excited, I imagine. We're high five and we're fist pumping. We're throwing our hands in the air. Do a little guitar, like. (laughs) (laughs) We're live. Copes, you did it. Way to go, Copes. That was pretty awesome. Thanks, bros. Always knew I had it in me. Maybe we should get this ship unloaded and get these people back home. Oh, straight to business. I like it. All right. Everybody off the the dang ship. I'm doing it too. No cussing. <laughs> get off our dang dang ship. <laughs> How far off the ground are we? Well, Cope's got a 17, so you're 17 inches above the ground. Oh, nice, Cope's. We're real close. Uh, do I see any type of like rope ladders or means of egress? Yes, there are rope ladders bundled up in little spots underneath the the railing of the ship. How well thought out. We do have an opportunity to have inflatable raft slides, Brent. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, do I see a cord with a red handle anywhere? Can I roll? Yeah, you can roll. All right. D20! (laughs) That 20. I mean, he, he has to see one now. Nat 20, baby. Frick yeah. Brent, do you want to know what I add to it? or <laughs> It was a two, so if it does. Oh, for looking? Yeah. Investigation. All right. Why don't you describe it for me, Demarok? No, no, no. Why don't <laughs> you describe it for me? Oh, yeah. You pull. Okay, so you, you grab the cord and a poop comes out. That's what you a get. A poop? <laughs> <laughs> Just a regular sized poop? It's Thrasher. He's hanging off the back of the boat. <laughs> I just fall out of whatever compartment I was compartment I was sleeping in. No, if you're gonna do poop, I, I can do it. I don't think you do poop. Yeah. <laughs> you see, Aaron thinks that we need some more descriptive stuff in the podcast. He just doesn't want to have to do it himself, so he's just gonna tell you when it's time for you to do it. Yeah, you you grab a hold of this little red cord there. You couldn't possibly know what that is. You don't have a concept of what an inflatable slide is. Oh, look at this! You grab this thing, what do you do with it? Uh, I grab the cord? Yeah, you grab it. You got a hold of it. It's begging for something. I feel... I try <laughs> I try pushing it. Oh, it resists. You can feel displeasure. Oh, okay. Watch it. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. That's wrong. That's wrong. Ooh. I want to try the opposite. I want to pull on it. Oh, you pull on it. It resists just a little bit, but then it just like pops out. It must have been nestled in between the wood slats or something like that. And as you do, you hear, I don't know, like a slide whistle sound. (laughs) (laughs) And this thing inflates into a probably like a 25 foot length balloon made out of, I don't know, it's magic. So knit leathers, I guess. I don't don't Latex. Yeah, it's a latex. Nox, Nox, arm your, 
on, on your magics. <laughs> the ship is being attacked by a dragon's tongue. Is that a slide? He runs and he jumps. Dogs, no! It softly wafts to the ground, landing at an angle askance to the ship. Knox immediately slides down it. Yes! Where is this at in relation to the side of the ship? Askance. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, guys. It's a giant inflatable slide. I jump askance off the ship onto the slide. Coops! Oh, it's so smooth. It's like sliding across silk. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna jump off the side of the ship and yell to Knox. Grease me, bro! <laughs> I'm already there. I know, you can hit me with a grease in midair, can you? You don't need it, bro. It's awesome. <laughs> Guys, you gotta try this. Braddock, come check this out! Knox and I are at the bottom dancing. Braddock's overjoyed. This is amazing. We have to figure out how to make more of these. Yes! Send all the people down. All right, so the people start sliding down, having fun. After a few moments, you see people carrying injured people (laughs) (laughs) sliding down the slide as well. You remember when you did that little spin maneuver, some of the people inside the ship probably took 11 damage also. Sorry, there was a little midair turbulence there. Well, they should have listened to Captain Copes. I announced exactly what I was going to do. We're not liable for that. That's just normal stuff. Yeah, you already agreed that you weren't liable. (laughs) All right, so everyone disembarks off the ship. It hangs in the air right there. Is everyone getting off the ship? What are you guys doing? Did Thrax and Demi come down? Yeah, Thrash uh, went over and climbs down uh, one of the rope ladders. Yeah, Demi didn't quite trust it, but after seeing everybody, he walks up and does like a toe touch on the top to see if it's safe. And he gets closer and closer. Guys, should I do it? If you do yeah. it, Demi, bro, it's super Come on, sweet. Man. Oh, I'm kind of scared. And I give it a good jump and slide. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a D20 roll to see how you're... No, Demi's... Yeah. <laughs> no, do it. He's scared of slides. He didn't know it. It's our first... <laughs> it's just... It was his first slide. It sounded like he completed. He did not complete. All right, I'm rolling the 20. It's a natural six. Yep, there it is. All right, I guess that's not good enough for your dragon feet to pop the the balloon as soon as you step on it. I don't know. Okay. No, it's not. This is not up for debate. Six is respectable. Respectable. (laughs) Respectable six. Don't pop the giant slide. I don't. I go down on my back, arms crossed, legs crossed. I invented the safety slide. Boom. I get to the bottom. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was amazing. Wow, I did it. Incredible, wasn't it? I did it. Way to go, man. Yes. High fives all around. I hit Knox, Thrasher, and Coates, all the refugees. Just running in a circle with your <laughs> hand up. Even get the injured ones. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. I think we should try to get these people in town and get some help and try to figure out what's going on here because there could be danger ahead. So there is a crowd now gathered on top of the city walls watching all this. Are you going to leave the ship? Go in. Yep. Hey, Braddock, can you stay at the ship and keep an eye on things while we head into town? Sure thing. I got you guys. We might create a super pirate right here if she goes rogue. Maybe I will. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> All right. I think we head to the, the gate. And we are uh, looking for Ilgus since Cope sent the message in the sky. The gate is opening already as you approach it. 
quite a few people gathered to see who it was that brought, as far as you know, the first airship to the city, and in such spectacular fashion. I'm going to turn to one of the rescue Jesus and say, hey, bro, do you have any shoes? <laughs> like, well, just the just the one pair. Okay, I'll take them. Uh, okay, all right. He takes off his shoes. Okay, I put them over my hooves and tighten the laces down. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Thanks for rescuing me, man. <laughs> You're welcome, bro. Thanks for the shoes. I guess that we're even. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One life for one pair of shoes. (laughs) So it seems like, for the most part, the guards and the people are staring silently at at you guys, kind of in awe of what's happened. As we're walking, I pull out my instrument, my lute, and start playing a song of returning. And I don't intend for it, but as I'm playing, I feel my hoodie loosen up, that back pocket, those three little lights, emblem, Tresillo, and Sonus float out. Damn, dude. I got it. 100% on the <gasps> pop quiz, man. Honestly, I've been practicing all week. <laughs> <laughs> I made it my alarm. I wake up to it. It's me saying it over and over and over. They start joining along with me. They don't make a big deal out of it. Kind of quiet, but I feel their presence, and it feels the song carries us as a group towards the city. Yeah, but without being pretentious or anything. Well, yeah, like we feel good about it and we know people like it, but we're not pretending like we know people like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds perfect, I guess. All right, so give me a persuasion check. I think you're pretty good at that now. Rolling me a softie. I appreciate it. That's a 19 plus 6. 25 Ooh, nice. persuasion. Okay, man, that's really good. You're just trying to make people feel at ease about your return here overall? It was just more of a triumphant return. We went away and save the day so you've turned this into a procession you see people whispering amongst each other excitedly talking about what's going on now yes other people seem to be gathering nearby as well one of which is a familiar face oh who do i see oh it's your friend ilgis he walks up as stone-faced as ever just stands there with his arms crossed i run up and i wrap my arms around him i give him a big hug Right around his arms. He just is standing there, struggling as though wearing a straight jacket as he he tries to kind of sling you (laughs) off of him, but you've got too good of a hold on him there. Elgis, we did it! We did it! We're back! And we came with the rescue G's! And I kind of sweep my arm in a broad motion behind me, pointing to all the smiling faces. His angry face softens when he looks over the people. You can see him mouthing the names of the people that he recognizes. Rick, Rick, Rick. <laughs> you, you did bring him back. You really did. We didn't ask you to do this. No, he didn't. No, because helping the town is nothing more than a citizen's duty, Ilgus. A wise man taught me that. Oh, oh, oh dang. The student has become the master. (laughs) (laughs) He just nods at that. Well, I'd say you've earned something for this. Let me deal with the... Where did you use? Rescue cheese? Yeah, isn't that cool? That's perfect, yeah. Oh, thanks. It's like a portmanteau. Yeah, this is. What's a poor man's toe? It's not like... Yeah, that's what (laughs) I was thinking, Copes. It's like a word that... It's like two words combined. It's like a fancy word for that. 
Like when you said portmanteau, that's like a portmanteau of portmanteau. Like Akuna Matata. Like Akuna then Matata. You put them together. Oh, he like no. the guy's feet that Copes took his shoes. Like that guy's toes. No, 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 no. Oh, like a real poor man's toes. That's what you guys... Yeah, like this guy right here. He didn't have any shoes. The harpies were real rough on him up there. This wasn't worth talking about, he says. <laughs> Eagle, you see that toe right there? Is that a poor man's toe? What's your yearly income, sir? <laughs> <laughs> he starts to say a few sentences. Perhaps it's best if we end here. I'll be in touch with you soon. Where will you be? Where can I find you? Probably at the Frog Bellows, bro. Ilgus, Ilgus, have you seen... There was a figure that attacked us on our way here and it seemed to fly back towards the city. Have you had anything strange going on here? He thinks to himself, No, no, no stranger than normal. There was an invisible bear that appeared in the sewers while you were out. Some other adventurers <laughs> took care of that. <laughs> An invisible bear! How do you know it was a bear? <laughs> <laughs> There was this whole thing with, like, a bag of flour. Uh, you know, like a clever solution to a simple problem. How classic. I mean, these guys were really great, really top-notch adventurers. Yeah, you should beat them. Oh, shoot. Are they here? Yeah, I mean, they're really... I mean, they're. I assume they're here. Maybe they're off doing something else really cool, but... Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, well, where are they? What do they look like? I'm heading to the Frog Bellows. See you guys later. They went to another city. <laughs> <laughs> Hans and his group of merry men. Were someone going to actually ask a question? I feel like that was what was being led up to. Oh, did we not? Mad did. Yeah, it's about the creature. Yeah, they they hadn't seen it. Don't leave the part about better heroes than us. No, I was hoping you guys get jealous. We are jealous. We want to know where they're at. We're going to kill them. <laughs> Ilga starts directing people to gather up the injured among the refugees. And starts ushering them and trying to take control of the situation overall. He gives each of you uh, an approving nod. You each earned one. Whew. What do I mark that on my character sheet? <laughs> Next to friendship points, approving yeah, nods. Okay. One approving <laughs> nod. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna add that in right here. All right, guys, I, I think we should try to go down to the dolls, dolls, dolls shop and see if we can figure out what happened to Wagon Wheel. Seems like these people are in good hands. Work, work, work. What about our celebration? What about a parade or something? I want to find out what happened to Wagon Wheel. <sighs> God, you guys are exhausting. Okay, it's three. <laughs> it's at least two against one. Yeah. Dang. What do you think, Copes? What do I think? All right, Wagon Wheels it is. Let's go. <laughs> Knox starts stretching that way. I want to follow Knox. You're all following Thrasher because he went first. <laughs> kind of want to go to Frog Bellows, but we leave you alone and you go to Frog Bellows. I won't do that if it's not good. That's a good idea. I decided to follow along. So what time of day is it? It's like afternoon later. Because what? It was a four hour flight. We got the ship unstuck. Flew here. So <laughs> a four hour flight. A three-hour tour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Copes, I was thinking about it today. You missed an opportunity. I don't remember what you called the airline, but you wrote on it Spirit's Flight. So we're obviously Spirit Airlines. So we could reach oh. out and get a sponsorship there. So what do we see at Wagon Wheels? You head up to the storefront, Dolls, 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 appropriately named. You see, although the banner is welcoming, 
the door is shut and there's a closed sign on the window, so you're not sure what you could do. I try the handle. The handle turns easily and opens. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I walk in the building. Wow, you're really just solving one puzzle after another here, Thrasher. <laughs> Detective Thrasher. Yeah, you walk through the threshold of the building, <laughs> arriving within. I prefer Constable. Looking over the, the scene of the room, it looks like something burned the floor in one of the spots near Wagon Wheel's, I guess, desk. Remember his floor desk that he sat at, where he sat on a, like a pillow? It was so cute. Yeah, it was adorable. There's like a circular burn mark along the ground, and a, what did you call it before, Tyler? A Hiroshima shadow. So a shadow of a little gnome in the wall outlined in the burns along the floor and wall there. Ugh. Wheel, is that you? Hey, Knox. Lying in the back of the office, in the back corner, is a crumpled figure. I go check that out. I'm pretty sure you haven't seen something like this before. You're not sure if it's human or dwarf or elf. Whatever this thing is, it's got two legs that are just broken and cracked. Arms that are equally broken, ending in strange little pincer-type appendages. And... It's like an insect-looking thing, but it's as tall as a person, and it's just lying broken and dead. Hey, Copes, have you ever seen anything like this or some sort of insect creature over here? Yeah, let let me examine it. I'm going to roll a nature check. That is a 21 on nature. Yeah, you're probably one of the only people who I can picture having encountered something like this before, just because the glades aren't really uh, geographically... The glades aren't in just one place all the time, so... There are druids of all types of people. The coolest are the satyrs, though. So this was probably the rarest of the races that you ever encountered among the glades. These are the people called the tridents, and they're an insectoid race that probably if you ever encountered them, they would not have talked too much about their homeland. Uh, Almost as a rule, it seems like, if you even met more than one. In your experience, they've been very reserved and... You know, not very talkative creatures, but they also talked in a strange, low, buzzing voice. Does that voice remind me of another voice I've heard? That's up to you to discuss with your teammates. Bros, this is a, uh, I've only seen these guys one time. There's a wandering group who, who came through the glades for only a day. They're called, uh, Tridents. They don't talk much. It's almost on like a low, buzzing. We didn't get much information. They're only there for maybe a few hours. They're big bugs, right? Pretty much. Big bugs. Ugh, I hate that. No, no, man. No, bugs Bugs are cool. But you would know that in their society that they're from, they don't really have names as such, or at least not one that you ever heard. They always were given like titles or roles in society, and that was the name that they would go by. Does he have a name tag? <laughs> a medallion. Hi, my name is... And then it's scrubbed off. Damn it. Oh, dang it. What happened here? This creature, this trident, I mean, he's he's broken. His arms and legs are... They, they, I mean, could that have been Wagon Wheel? Obviously, he knew how to defend himself, but what happened here? I think he was attacked. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. Can Nox take a look at that mark on the floor? Does that look something maybe like when that other creature was summoned on the ship near us? So, yeah, roll an arcana or investigation check. How long does that take, Tyler? Not 10 minutes. I learned. 
Uh, that's going to be a 13. So a 13. It's definitely strange looking. The way the burn mark's set up, it looks like it would have come from one side in particular, because otherwise it wouldn't have left like a mark on the ground. Mm-hmm. But it does, but based on the, the burn marks on the other side, it does look like, you know, something exploded right here. Or if it wasn't an explosion exactly, it was some kind of magic releasing, some kind of power dissipating or coming out from him. Bros, do you think Wagon Wheel got fired? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I hadn't even thought about that. I don't know. He said they, they might set him on fire if he messes up. You're right. He did say that. He was worried about it. Yeah. Do you think maybe Legis was here? And where did this insectoid come from? What happened to him? In addition to that, while you're searching around the desk, Nox, you find a rumpled up black cloak that's got these thick black drapes hanging from it. Like a big full person size cloak or a wagon wheel size cloak? Are you calling gnomes not a full person? <laughs> I mean, I'm like two foot, well, I was two foot 11, a proud two foot 11. Now I'm like two foot eight and a half. So there's a difference. Two foot eight. Don't give yourself a half inch. I'm taking all I can get. There's this cloak here. I don't know if this is the same kind of thing that came and attacked us on the ship. Can I put on the cloak and run around and see if I look like the thing that was flying through the sky? So you throw the cloak on. It did look too big when you were holding it, but as you put it on, it doesn't seem too big anymore. It drapes a little bit past your feet, but not far enough down to trip you. With the rest of the other three of you looking at him, it completely obscures what he looks like. You can't see the shape of his body or anything. Did I get taller? I can't tell? This robe looked way too big. Am I like five foot ten? I don't know. Huh. I really don't know. Does it appear that the robe is magically obscuring his appearance or is it just, you know, that he's disappearing into it? I don't know. What you know about cloaks, Thrasher? Very little about magic stuff. But I can try and find out. I'm going to roll. Okay, so this definitely could have been... This could have belonged to Forager, possibly, or maybe whatever we saw. I mean... I got an eight on my Arcana check for the robe. What do you think? Uh, I think that I have no idea. You know, could be magic, could just be a big cloak. Nox, that's kind of what I was thinking. The forger, he kind of almost seemed to talk like one of the, uh, what are they called? Trident. He kind of seemed to talk like one of the tridents. Can I roll a, a history check? Is that the right check? Yeah, if you want to what know about them specifically or what. I want to see if I recognize the way forger talked reminded me of the way these guys talked. I mean, you can think whatever you want. You don't have to hold yourself to a roll or something, but... Yeah, Forger kind of... These these tried and they kind of talk, I think, a little like Forger, if I remember correctly. It's been a long time. Is there anything else in the room? I mean, does he still have his chests and anything like that? Or is everything gone? So, there, yeah, the chests and barrels are still there. You look through them? Uh, yeah, Nox is going to kind of look around and see if you can find any information. It looks like, for the most part, all of them are completely cleaned out of any contents. However, at the bottom of one of the chests, you find a small pouch. It looks like it's made out of the same material as the inner lining of the chest, and it's been stuffed into the corner. You might have almost missed it if you were just doing a cursory glance. Okay. Hey, guys, everything seems to be cleared out, but I found a little a little pouch in this chest. And he's going to open it up and see what's inside. So inside the chest, you find 200 platinum pieces. Oh, oh my goodness. 
That would be 200 platinum pieces inside this bag and a small hastily scrawled note that said, I only really had time to reward you for what you've done for me. And then it's not signed. Knox turns around and he tosses the bag on the ground and he holds the note in his hand. I think Wagon Wheel knew something was coming. He left the money he promised us for the work we've done, but guys, I don't think our work is done. We've got to help him. I agree. we got to find my little buddy. What a litigious little dude. Always sticking to his <laughs> promises. And I scoop up the bag and take out my 50 pieces of platinum and pass, pass the bag around. Man, I can't believe he actually came through. Ugh, I thought I'd never see this money. He got nothing out of it either. Something's going on with this Legis the Terrible. It had to be where it came from. I don't even know if Wagon Wheel's still alive, but I would like to look into it. Yeah, of course. This dude's a gold mine. Like, we gotta figure out where him and his money went. Well, Demi, he's also a dude. Yeah, so we gotta find him and his money. He's a dude that needs help. He said it was a very litigious company. Maybe we could find some paperwork that show maybe where the dolls came from or where they were picked up and try to catch a lead on where to head to next. I investigate the papers on the desk. 17. Oh, okay. I'm specifically looking for... You know, I'm just saying, Jared, you just invented the papers on the desk. Brent never said they were there. Dang it. All right, well, I'm not part of the podcast anymore, so my role has been, this is what I really wanted, to pass it on to someone else. Oh, sorry, my bad. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you asked about that, and not just because of the naughty drawings that he has in some of the piles on his desk. I take this. Wait, wait, describe one of the drawings. Yeah, describe it in immense detail. Um, the title of this drawing is Idea for Woman. Oh, <laughs> Never mind. That's it. That's all we need right there. <laughs> Use your imagination. Ruffling through the, the papers, you actually do find a couple of, I guess you would call them shipping confirmations that must have been from the ship in question. At the top of the, the invoice, whatever you want to call it, you see that there is a marked symbol of large letter R with a phoenix emblem behind it all circled around. But the shipping address that says below says that it came from... Uh, what, what was the name of that outer area of Alcaster Isle, Knox? The, where you were from? It would be it'd be whatever shipping address people use for that area when they don't want to say that it came from Alcaster Isle. Okay, like the, it, it was like an underground aspect of it. I'll call it the Green Flame Plains. It's like an address that people use when they don't want to say that something is from... Alcaster Isle. How about the repeating green flame flames? <laughs> the green repeating plane flames. <laughs> but the ship was clearly coming from Alcaster Isle. All right, Thrash, you got that information. Yeah. Um. Uh, hey, guys, do do any of you recognize this symbol on this page? It looks kind of familiar. The R with the Phoenix. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever seen it. I feel like I maybe have seen it before, but I can't exactly remember where right now. Uh, can Knox roll a history check, see if he's ever seen it in any books or anything? Uh, yeah. Because I don't recognize the symbol from the Phoenix with the R, do I? Roll your history, and we'll find out if you recognize it. 
Kate. Oh, that's a seven. A big seven. A tall seven. Maybe it looks vaguely familiar, but like maybe you've seen it before, but it's not something you recognize. Thrash, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it may be vaguely familiar, but I have no idea what it could come from. You know, it's probably not important. The The main thing here is that we know it's from uh, Alcaster Isle. Was that the right name for the Isle? It was. That wasn't the name that was on there. Green Flame Plains. We know it's from the Green Flame Plains, so that's where we need to go. Wait, the where? The, the, green, the green Flame, flame Plains? Oh, uh, that's a... That's not exactly... That's a kind of a code name uh, for a place that I come from. It's it's not a it's not a plane. It's it's more like an island, and it's not a place I think we want to go. If that's where Wagon Wheel is, that's where I'm going. We definitely need to look into it for sure. But I don't think we just want to go storming hot and heavy there. I think we need to try to. Maybe we could find out what's going on with this. What is this symbol? This logo? I mean, who is this coming from? Is that for Legis? Maybe. I I don't I don't think it's important. I mean, it seems a little like it could be important, Thrash. No, it's definitely important. We need to understand why they took him. Like, I know the shipment was late, but is that really a reason to burn the dude? I don't, I don't think it's got. I mean, L for Legis, R for who knows what. Probably unrelated. There's an R in Terrible. There, I think there's actually two. There's a couple of them, yeah. The plot thickens. Okay, well, I mean, we could potentially go check on this green flame plane clue i don't see anything else in here i don't i don't let me take a look at this body i wonder if it's fresh i mean we were just attacked by something is this the guy that attacked us on the ship or was he here from before is there still some guy running around town summoning demons nox wants to look at the body and see if it's fresh or if it seems to be older so you can roll an investigation check uh that's gonna be a 21 investigation this is probably a little bit outside of your expertise exactly, but judging by the strange green pooled blood coming from the body and the consistency, it looks like it's been dead for quite a while. And furthermore, you follow the faint little blood trails that lead up to the door. It looks like this thing was dragged here, maybe after it had already been injured. Uh, so this thing looks like it was brought in here, dragged from outside. I don't know, and it's not from today. It's not whatever attacked us, so somebody somebody attacked this thing and drug it in here. Man, everything just keeps getting wilder. We have this cloak. I mean, this, this certainly could have been the Forager, but that means whatever attacked us on that ship is still out there. Maybe that's who's been causing all this. Maybe we need to see if we can find them. You think it's the Invisible Bear? I hadn't even considered that. That thought is too scary for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that'll be the final boss. <laughs> An invisible bear. He doesn't have much HP, but damn it, you can't see him. I just don't know who else would be after us besides Legis. I mean, I don't know if anyone's after us. Why the attack on the ship? Oh, they're after the ship. Maybe something to do with the dolls. Braddock. Do you think she's okay? I think she's probably okay, but it's probably not something we want to spend too much time here. Yeah. We've got the sending stone for Braddock. I'm sure she'll call if she needs us. Uh, Knox, do you know of any magics that would, you know, you could either, I don't know, sacrifice something like this or 
summon something like this. Transform something into something like this. Uh, I think those are all a little bit above my pay grade at this point, man. <laughs> I'm not quite to summoning demons. I'm sure I'll get there one day. Yeah, you'll need a couple promotions from your cube first. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I've never been able to tamper with any kind of magic like this. No, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with the body, and I'm I'm thinking, you know, maybe it it was one of those things. Maybe it was some sort of magics, but and I'm thinking, as a magic man, maybe you would know something about that. Whether you could cast those spells or not, you know the most about magic. The yeah, real I, question is, do we have ten minutes? <laughs> an arcana check does not take <laughs> ten minutes, damn it! I thought I did an arcana check already. You did an investigation, and I'll just, I'll, rather than adding more checks to it, I mean, you, you rolled a 21, and Copes would probably know this too. They're just not a very well-known race, but they're not otherworldly. They're not extra planner or from another dimension. They're not really under the purview of things that could be summoned, say. Although I do like the idea of a spell called Summon Human. <laughs> Thrash, I, this creature wasn't summoned by this magic. This creature was involved in a different way. I'll say this, Thrash. There's no reason this guy would be in this city. It makes no sense. They don't they don't thrive in the city. One, he's not going to be traveling alone. It just, there's no reason he's here by himself and in this state. Do the crab people wear clothing? Or is it just his exoskeleton? So Copes would remember that typically they don't show their faces on purpose. They typically wear these large cloaks that drape over and you probably would have only seen their faces as a result of studying in the glades that is a good question i should have brought it up they typically do wear these long draping cloaks that kind of follow behind them like the one that Knox found wow like the one that Knox found <laughs> well let's hang on to this cloak because it could definitely uh, give us an advantage if we need to come in contact with these people or try to impersonate but this guy was drugged in here, so maybe we could figure out where he got injured or what happened. We could try to ask around the city. Maybe Daniel and Steven know something. They know everything about this city, bro. You want to head to the Frog Bellows and see if we can get some info there? Yeah, we could juice some people up with some drinks. We could check it out quick, but I think we need to be careful. I don't think we want to be hanging around here too long. All right, let's head over there at least for tonight. I'm going to go ahead and stuff that paper in my bag okay is there anything outside because you said this guy was drug in here is there any evidence outside of the this building of where he could have come from i was also curious yeah i'll let your 21 ride for a little bit longer you do see that there is a little bit of a trail you can follow you can see the drag marks on the ground and little specks of this greenish blood heading in a trail away from the the store okay so what what i want to try to see is do I think wagon wheel drug it in? Are there tiny boots along with the drag marks? Because we have we saw a perfect boot imprint on the little kid's head, so we know exactly what his boots look like. A baby Jordan. The baby Jordans. <laughs> He's got you there. <laughs> oh, that's good. We got you, Brent. We got you. That's what you get for making me kick a kid. That's excellent. <laughs> so I'm going to give you advantage on this investigation or survival check. Both of those would be appropriate to tracking or identifying tracks. All right, I'm going to go investigation, uh, and that's a dirty 20. Ooh. Nice. Got it. So, you know, there is a lot of cross traffic here, but your 20 is 
you believe you've lined up some particular tracks, they are small and they are of a pattern you recognize and it does look like they were dragging this body here. Okay, guys, I think it was Wagon Wheel that brought this creature in. So that's good sign. That means he was at least still alive. But I, I don't know what that explosion or whatever that was inside. Is it a good sign that he's dragging bodies here? <laughs> well, I... Look, if... if Knox, he's dragging bodies. I mean, hey. Around the city. I don't know if that's a good thing. I mean, I'm proud of him a little bit. He's a small guy. Good for him. You need to set your own insecurities aside. He is dragging dead bodies around the city. Some people say heroes. A guy just walking in the street. Hey, man, you don't have to make me feel bad about it. And he resumes dragging a dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Heading to the ocean. (laughs) You did say it was the seedy part of town where there's no guards. Yeah. Listen, if, if, if this was the forger and this was the guy that came in here, he was specifically looking for Wagon Wheel. At least that's what I, I believe. I mean, he was looking for somebody. And something else happened in that room. There was some sort of magic or some sort of explosion, some sort of fire. I don't know. But at some point, Wagon Wheel was still alive. If you've got a trail, let's follow it, man. We can try. I don't, I don't know how much further it goes, but we can take a look and see what we can find. Game trail. If you're going to continue to follow the trail, that's going to be another investigation or survival check. And I'd like you to narrate it a little bit if you succeed on it. Just give me a little bit of flavor on how you're following this trail. Okay, so, well, let me, let's make the roll first and see. Yeah, that's a nat one. All right. (laughs) He goes to start following the trail and he trips and he falls right on top of it. And as he flails to get up, he completely scatters all the dirt around. Guys, I lost the trail. Bad news. Docs, <laughs> <laughs> why? Oh, what just happened? I, uh, I tripped. This rope, my, my clothes are a little longer than they were. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you still wearing the cloak, by the way, or did you take it off? No, I took it off and put it in my pack. Okay. Knox, we had a trail and you just kind of ruined it, bro. I, uh, can I try and pick up the trail? Yeah. You can pick up me. I'm still on the ground. All right, Alpies. Yes. I'm not used to walking on my own. We'll work together on this. Yes. So I put him on my shoulders, and then uh, I'll do a check. Survival. Mm-hmm. E-11. All right, so... I actually have a bardic inspiration from last time. Can I use that? I was about to offer him one up. I probably would think no most of the time, but I need to encourage you guys to actually use them, so... So, yes, thank you. Yeah. Come on, Tasha. This trail's super important. I know you can get us there. That is a 16 now with your assistance, with your bardic assistance. Thank you. With a keen eye for blood that's come from years of picking bros up off the ground in the pit. <laughs> you managed to find the spot of blood and continue to follow the trail, leading further into the city. After a certain point, you're nearly convinced it's actually leading somewhere quite familiar a tavern and inn that people commonly stay at as they travel through the city the frog bellows oh my goodness (laughs) you guys walk up outside you guys remember it's only been like what like six days three or four yeah not even two days of travel a couple days or then we came back maybe four or five days it's only been five days but how long does it feel like it's been you think to yourselves (laughs) 
Three and a half months. At least eight or nine <laughs> days, it feels like. It's almost like nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think Froggy's still here? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see him. We have to check. I kick the door open and run towards the frog. Well, it was an open air thing, so. I kick. You just kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Kick, kick the open air, <laughs> forcing it to let you through. One of the rescuees was walking by and I helped him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have shoes on. That's true. You walk in, you spot a pair of posters on the wall. It says, Missing Froggy. <gasps> no! No! What, was it? what did I say his name was? Jerry? Jerry. Jerry. Knox had the hundred gold in his hand ready to get that frog. Jerry's missing, apparently. Now we have to rescue two people. What does the other poster say? It's the same poster again. <laughs> so important. <laughs> oh, it's two froggy posters? Looks like the local children drew up likenesses. The local children that go to the bar and hang out with the frog <laughs> that's for sale to eat. Yeah. They love that frog. He's a favorite. Oh, I grab me a froggy poster. Yeah, I want to go to the bar, mate, Esmeralda, and see if she knows anything about froggy. Or her wagon wheel, or the crazy spider creature. So you go up to her and you're like, "Hey, so what do you know about <laughs> one wagon wheel, two, uh, what was it, crazy spider creature, three, the frog? Why is it always a different animal?" <laughs> so just give me an order that you want those answers in, because she's like, "Who's wagon wheel?" That's the answer to one question. <laughs> I walk up and. Put a platinum piece on the bar. Esmeralda, it's been some number of days between three and nine. (laughs) God, it's good to see you. She nods knowingly. I need a round of drinks for my my three friends here, and and I also need some answers. Where's Wagon Wheel? I don't know who that is. Hold on, I'm not done. What is this crazy (laughs) spider creature? And I reach down and I just yank him up into the air, his, his lifeless body. You brought him? No, you didn't bring him. We didn't bring his a corpse body. with you. <laughs> his lifeless body, and I just dangle his corpse there. Say, what's this? And I say, where the hell is Froggy? In that order, please. You did not bring the body with you, right? You did not bring the body. It was just sounded so good. No. <laughs> I hold up a drawing. I was about to say, you drew a picture. Fine, of it. fine, fine. I say, we had a whole discussion about people dragging corpses around the street. <laughs> I was trying to fit in. We could have weakened at Bernie's, this guy. Fine. <laughs> Where's Wagon Wheel? Okay. And what is the creature that looks like a spider and is kind of, his legs are, and I start jutting my arms and my legs out in a weird way, trying to best mimic the spider corpse. And. Where the hell is Froggy? Okay, well, I'll get you your drinks. She brings it around for everybody. Okay, so I don't know who that person is that you mentioned. Wagon Wheel? That's a person? Wagon? You don't know Wagon Wheel? No, I don't know. I don't know that. Are you kidding me? Cute little gnome. Huge personality. Lots of money. And dolls, dolls, dolls. Oh, the guy who was trying to sell the dolls. Yeah, he wouldn't shut up about them. That's Wagon Wheel. I haven't seen him since probably 
I don't know, one one or two days ago. I need you to be more specific. Uh, specific? May have been the night before last night was the last time I saw him. Did you notice anything special about him? Or, I mean, was he acting? Is he just a normal evening? She blushes. (laughs) 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 But nothing in particular. In any case, you had two other questions. I said, what is this? And I dangle the corpse in front of her again. (laughs) The picture. No. (laughs) I don't know. All right. You haven't seen a bunch of them like creeping around or nothing. No, no, nothing like that. Damn it, Esmeralda. Fuck. But what'd you say? He was a bug guy? (sighs) It doesn't matter, I guess. You don't know nothing. Where's Froggy? What happened? You know anything about that? He just disappeared. You are the worst NPC. (laughs) I'm Esmeralda, the the waitress that you invented in the first episode. Yeah, I remembered her name. Huh? How about that? So you invented the worst NPC. <laughs> you made it up. <laughs> oh, dang. Every NPC you invent doesn't know shit. Oh. Dang. Oh, wow. wow. Hey, es- Esmeralda. Yeah, yeah, Copes. Yes. Oh, sorry. I forgot I was Esmeralda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Esmeralda. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. Hey, uh, hey Esmeralda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do love her voice. Okay. You can do it. You got close your eyes. Close. No, go ahead. Come on. <laughs> close your eyes when you talk to her. That's what I do. Hey, uh, hey, Esmeralda. Yeah. This is a Bloody Mary. I ordered a uh, Starlight Sour. Okay. (laughs) Is that really what you wanted to say? (laughs) Did you stop the podcast for that? I didn't get the drink I wanted. I paid for it. Just drink it. (laughs) I'm not your basic bar woman. Okay, so you were talking to Esmeralda about this picture, right? That was the last thing she had been talking about. And Froggy. Yeah, you've got the picture in your hand. You don't know anything. Where's Froggy been? Where'd he go? You feel a hand grip one of your shoulders, and it's a firm grip. I turn around and smack him. My reflexes. Or no, is it better? (laughs) My reflexes. (laughs) You can't just assume it's a him. So you turn around, and you see a familiar face. In front of you, you see a well-muscled man of indeterminate age, sporting a shoulder-length cut of red hair. His clothes are simple brown slacks and suspenders. His feet are covered in loose brown moccasins. He just stands there with a determined air. He's the kind of person that people instinctively move out of their way for. And you recognize him. From episode one. I cannot be controlled. (laughs) That's him? Drunk bar guy. I imagine him as an old, disheveled man. And he says, I have some questions for you. What's up? This is Copes. I didn't cuss for a whole episode just like I said I would. What I do need to remind you of is come follow us at the DHCast on Twitter. Yeah, we're there every day. Leave a like and a follow on all your streaming platforms. And uh, if you have nothing 
else to do on Thursday, check us out. Because uh, we release every Thursday. We really f***ing appreciate all the support and all the f***ing love we get from you guys. And you guys are the best. So thank you for all the f***ing support. And I love you all. And we'll see you next week on Discount Heroes. Where is guaranteed. Peace. Oh, what are you doing here? You caught us. We hit we hit some outtakes back here, so I guess. Alright, I guess if you found him, you can hear him. I would like to say I fucking did it, motherfuckers. <laughs> what all of us? Nope, still recording. He lost. You lose. Yeah, I got one more part I want to put in. Oh, Tyler, you lost now. Fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. You said hell. That's in the Bible. Yeah, but that's a soft one. I didn't say Leviticus once. <laughs> Nobody gives me props. Jared, you said it 17 times. You said, oh my God. I can't yeah, control. <laughs> so, someone do an outro. Zeb Yas fucking copes. The You've already done them. This motherfucker and fuck his copes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Just constant bleep. <laughs> you dumb bitch. That might be good. Hey actually. guys, beep, 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 copes, beep, beep. I fucking did it. I'm the motherfucking wildest man. <laughs> Actually, do it because that'll be funny to bleep it. What's up, guys? It's Copes, the motherfucking chosen one. I'm the uh, the best fucking sater. That's terrible. Let me start over. It doesn't matter. That was great. What's up, guys? It's Copes, the motherfucking best announcer of the uh, DH podcast that's on Twitter. You should fucking like it and you should fucking love it. That's everything we do, and we post every single motherfucking Thursday at uh, 8 p.m. That's not right, but uh, come follow <laughs> us on the Discount Hero page at Facebook. He's back at it, guys.